Hello, wrestling fans. Hey, that's me. And today I'm with Jeremiah Plunkett. Yellow again, everybody. Jeremiah Plunkett and Quentin Charisma once again smack dabble on ringside and ready to go with another big week of the Territorial Wrestling Review Podcast and the first Territorial Wrestling Review Podcast of the summer. Quentin, how are you doing today? I'm all right. Just knees are hurting just really, really bad today. But I'll be all right. Nothing new in my life. <laughs> Knee pain. <laughs> well, watching you get around makes me really worry about when I get to your age. Well, you probably won't be as fat as me, so that's one thing you, you got going for you. But I've taken way dumber bumps. <sighs> I don't know. How many Quentin bombs did you take on uh, crappy rings? In, in, in fairness, I have gone uh, butt over tea kettle, down bleachers, apartment <laughs> uh, apartment stairs, backdrop but you did, But you did work like, what, six months with no knee pads, so that... that Way past goes past mine. So. Oh, the very first move I did with no knee pads is I dropped a knee and immediately tagged out. I'm like, this is dumb. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. He got it coming then. <laughs> um, <laughs> I forgot to say this before I forget. Um, so I was watching the Gutfeld show last night. And guess what Tyrus was wearing? What was Tyrus wearing? Austin Idol uh, Wrestling School shirt. Ah. Uh, I bet Austin was like, hey, man, uh, did you wear this? Wear this on It's like, dude, it's like the number one late night show. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and yeah, so that's like some major publicity right there, man. Oh, yeah. Austin, so, yeah, Austin I was looking at this. I was like, what's he wearing? So, what was he wearing? It's like, because the night before he had on his uh, Fred Sanford shirt on, he's wore that a few times on there. I love that shirt. But I was looking at it. I was like, oh, it's an Austin Idol shirt. The training school one. Was it all? What's the name of it? Austin. Um, Austin Idols got Universal a- Wrestling College. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Located in South Carolina. Now, yeah, I'll forget, but I don't. But yeah, it was on last night. I got to admit, dude, he plugs his stuff. He plugs NWA on there. Oh, I man, think he's, he's, pretty, pretty, dude, he's, he's, he's a good dude, man. No matter yeah. what people say about him. Yeah, he, I mean, I've given him, he, he yeah, because he's always plugging NWA on there. So, which I think it's pretty cool because. Well, no, when Hogan was on TNA, he was on stuff and he would never plug TNA. Right. Never. That's yeah, like, it's ridiculous. It's like, you know, come on, dude. But, you know, that's how people are. Um, last week, we had a great week with the uh, YouTube. Uh, this week, not so much. <laughs> uh, we had 19 views, but we did have, we still had 11 plays on Anchor. So, uh, so on the, the, uh, YouTube, we went down big time, and but the uh, anchor, we stayed about the same. So, um, I think it might be that bored lady was on the picture that might have threw people <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, guys, sorry about the uh, sorry, sorry about the video art. Um, I just let YouTube do whatever it did, and it had some bored lady just not very entertained by the match we were watching. Yeah, I cha- <laughs> I changed that. Now you'll you'll see a nice picture of the checker dome, and, and listen listen to the podcast. It's a good podcast. Yeah, it was like you look on the thing, and it, the first episode has our graphic for the for the podcast. It's like, what the crap? Pluto TV just popped up on my thing. What the smokes? Punchable Squirt. What the crap just happened to my thing? This is okay, old man versus YouTube. technology. You got that right. Yeah, I had a lot, everything uh, set up, and all of a sudden Pluto TV pops. What the crap just happened? I don't know. I'll find. I'll get. I'll find them. We'll get ready to start. Um, but uh, where was I? <laughs> no, I don't. Lord, 
Hail Mars. Uh, you're, you're, oh, you're yeah. talking about YouTube. The, yeah, the first week it had our little logo gimmick. Second week had Terry Funk. Third week, some bored lady. <laughs> so people might click on it and like, that's not wrestling. And then clicked on it. It's just kind of weird how we had so many views that, and then not hardly any views. I don't know if I jinxed us, but, you know, but. Um, I feel like that's been been a fairly good progression of the podcast. I mean, you know, at first we're, we're, we're ready to go and we we're put our little logo up here and, hey, this is us. And the second week we're going really hard. We got a great match and it's Terry Funk and it's awesome. And the third week is just some bored lady watching. So, yeah, that's about how the podcast goes. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So I was kind of a little let down by that, but, um, you know, I'm. Maybe people, you know, maybe it's just a busy week for people and, you know, they'll get around to it. Who knows? Maybe a bunch of people listen to it on the the different platforms of, ain't that it, platforms? Platform. Yeah. So maybe, you know, so maybe a lot of people might have listened to the car or going down the road or something. You never know. So this week, my match. Oh, by the way, I, uh, I figured out we're in, what, June? So we got, what, six more months, basically? So basically, I got 12 more picks, right, to the end of the year. I think I already got my 12 figured out. Unless you pick one of them and I scope through, and, or I stumble across something and I'll X one out. But I, I already got all my picks for the year set out, set aside. So okay. I want to do what I want to do. No, oh, piss. I ain't got nothing, you know, like I was doing there for a while. So anyway, so this match we're going to view today is from February 5th, 1975. It's the Giant Baba, which I haven't seen much of his stuff, especially young at this age here, against and Jumbo Saruda. Was he actually Jumbo at this time, or was he still? Um, I think he was Jumbo from the from the get go. No, after after he Not came back from his his uh, excursion. Well, he was. What was he like? What was his? He was in when he's never the first time. He was what was he? Bob Saruda or something like that. What was it? Oh, I think I think um, you're right. I think it was Bob Saruda of all things. And then he went to his what's his first his actual first name time time I can't pronounce it. And then he went to Jumbo around this time period. I don't know if he might have been Jumbo. I don't know. But anyway, they're taking on the Funks, and this is for the NWA International Tag Team uh, Belts, which is a at the time was um, well. Was J.W. Uh, Dunn, had Bob already started All Japan, 75? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so uh, so it was so it was Bob, it was All Japan, it was their belts. Now, here's what I found really interesting. I did some research today. I went to titles.com, wrestlingtitles.com. Uh, the guy, Masahori, I think it's his name, he does an excellent job. At this time, um, they had, there was two sets of belts in All Japan. You had the all-Asian tag, which was the number one set of belts. Uh, they started in 1955, JW. And then when JW out of business, um, uh, Baba, basically. And I think actually Noki, even when he started, he actually had a set for like a year called, uh, it, was, it was just called the Asian. It wasn't all-Asian. But he only had them for like a year, then he changed the name of his. Um, then the international tag. Started up in 1966 under JW, and and then it went to Memphis. No, <laughs> uh, it actually went to America a few times out in California, then went back to Japan, um, and then this is what was really weird. In 1984, Baba started the PWF Tag Team Champ. So from '84 up, 
until 88, there was three tag team belts, set of belts in all Japan, um, which in June of June 10th, 1988, the international tag and the PFW tag unified to become the all Japan world tag team titles, which are still active and the all Asian tag belts are still active too. So there's now there's two, uh, still two tag team belts in all Japan. That's crazy. Yeah, that is. I didn't know any of this. I didn't know any of this. Uh, but yeah, so the so the all Asian that's been around forever and the international tag, both of them came from the, the original JWA promotion, which uh, Baba and Anoki came out of. So um, let's see um, the function of the champions. This uh, match is in San Antonio at the Municipal Auditorium. I didn't look it up to see where the Mr. Altorium is, but it looks really small on this picture. Um, I try to say who, uh, San Antonio, it wasn't part, it looks if it's part of um, Amarillo Funk's promotion, but it wasn't. Um, it was just a town booked out of the Dallas office because uh, Blanchard didn't take San Antonio over and become uh, Southwest until 78. Okay, so I was, was just, just about eight. to ask that. Yeah. I looked it up. It said Blanchard started up in '78 as Southwest in San Antonio. Uh, so this was just a all, uh, town booked out of the Dallas office, from what I read. Because at first I thought maybe it would, like I said, was a Amarillo, you know, funk town, but uh, it wasn't. So um, I think that's all the little info. I tried to. I'm trying to do a little more, you know, especially because I messed up so bad on that when I did that women's tag from japan i was calling you know and all that you know was talking about calling different people the wrong names and we had watched the tag match we figured i figured we figured out that you know crush girls and the uh devils of japan were two different things you know just some because i don't know a lot about japanese wrestling history just a little bit here and there so i tried to uh yeah now i'm just fascinated that they had three he had two sets of tag belts for a long for for a long time, right from the start of All Japan when when Baba started, and in '84 he thought he needed another set, so he had three sets of different tag belts. Did they ever have so? So I know I know New Japan's always been big on the junior heavyweights. Did they ever have a junior heavyweight tag belt? No, All Japan. They- I didn't. I looked on that wrestling.com and it might have had it, but I didn't. I don't think I remember seeing it. But did I just overlooked it? But I don't remember seeing a junior tag. Um, you know, a that, lot of that, a lot of people gave WCW flack toward the end, which I think they're just giving them flack anyway for bringing in the cruiserweight tag belts. Yeah. But I mean, they've had junior tag belts over in New Japan for years, and nobody says well. Anything. And there were so many smaller guys. Yeah, I think those they were, those were the sooner. better matches. Those were the better matches. Yeah, I think they. Show. Yeah, well, especially when they start bringing in all those. You know the the uh, luchadors and you know and stuff like that. You know, then they just started kept bringing smaller guys. They definitely needed some before then. They when they did it, you know, because uh, there were so many smaller guys on the card. And like you said, New Japan been doing it for a while. So yeah, it, it don't matter what WCW did at that time. They're going they they were going they're going to get you know. But now it was I thought it was I, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, at least it's giving the, those the guys belt, something. The belts were hideous. I don't even remember what they look like. Oh, they were bad. <laughs> I have to look those up tonight. But uh, I mean, you had all those small guys. At least give them, you know. I mean, yeah, you got the cruiserweight belt. That was it, basically. And you had, you know, half your roster was 
cruiserweights. I mean, give them something else, you know? Yeah. So, but, you know, who knows? <laughs> yeah, like I said, that it don't matter what they did at that time. They're going to get, um, yeah, they're going to get flack for it. So, but, uh, that's my little research for this week. <laughs> All righty. Well, let's see here. Are you set up and ready to go? We'll get this started. I'm going to tell the people where to go. Oh, you're right. My apologies. Uh, on YouTube, <laughs> it is user Classics Puro 83. For those not, I don't know, uh, schooled in uh, Japanese wrestling terminology, that's Classics Puro, P U R O 83 on YouTube. Um, and the match is listed as Giant Baba and Jumbo Saruta versus the Funks from February 5th, 1975. Have you seen Young Baba before? No, this will be a new on me. Me too. Me too. So, how young is Baba actually? Oh, uh, he's got to be in his 20s. Like 20s. Okay. So, like legit young Baba. Okay. Yeah, he's got to be in his late 20s by this time. Yeah, have to be. Late 20s. He might be pushing 30. I wish I knew when he was born. But yeah, he's probably late 20s. He might be 30. I don't know. Giant Baba was born he's... in 1938. Oh, gosh. Whoa, he was older than I thought. Never so jeez. Holy smokes. Yeah. He's 30, uh, 38? Yep. Holy smokes. He's so he had 30. a uh, he had a professional baseball career before he ever started in wrestling. So he's 35 at this point? Yep. He started tra- training for professional wrestling in nineteen sixty and then founded wow. all Japan Pro Wrestling in seventy two. Jeez. So That's so we're, we're we're gonna see younger than normal Baba. There you go. Yeah, normal, younger than normal, Baba. <laughs> a lot younger than most people, unless you're just a diehard uh, Japanese wrestling, you know, fan. This is going to be like, you know, it's going, it's going to be new to new to them as, like it is to us. So, yeah, no, that's uh, that's without a doubt. Wow, I can know he was that old. Oh smokes! <laughs> so he was older than he was a little older than Anoki then. Yeah. I thought they were around the same age. Wow. Dang. Huh. Dang, that's crazy. <laughs> so in those early 90 matches when he looked like he was in his 50s, he really was then. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. That's shocking. All right. <laughs> but, all right. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, you know, you're good. Hey, that, blew, that blew me away, too. All right. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. We're all triple zeroed out. Three, two, one, play. I got some got some dates with some Japanese writing there. Yeah, so this has obviously been sent over to all Japan for their their TV. Their TV. Doesn't that look like a really small, really small place? Doesn't it? It, it does, but I, I'm thinking it's got a balcony. That it's got a balcony. Yeah, it's got a second level. Yeah. Trying to see who the guy in the yeah, blue right, right, suit is. Yeah, right now we just have two old guys standing in the middle of the ring. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank God. I was, getting, I was getting really scared that we just had a single hard cam shot. Okay, there was, there's, there's Bob and Jumbo, but they're not getting in the ring. They're just standing there. Now, what's going on? And do they have their own referee? Looks like it. 
Yeah. Not, they're, they're, they're doing well, a Japanese I, interview. That's what it is. That they're doing the interview for the for the for the all Japan TV. Yeah, okay, that makes sense then. And you said the funk of the champions going into this? Yep. Oh yeah. They're losing. The funks. They're dropping dropping the belts. They've got the camera crew down here. They're doing interviews. They flew. They 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 brought whoever this is in the corner. There's some people in the crowd yelling, waving Japanese flags in 1975. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's some. They're they're on this side. There's some the fl- little flags on the hard camera side. Yeah, there's a there's a Japanese section, and and Terry's getting heat with them. <laughs> and it's, it's that amazing it's jacket told, by Dory, by the way. He had a lot of those little Western fringe jackets. Oh, you know, all, back in the all 70s. the fringe, all the fringe. Does Terry got a little fringe on the front of his? I think maybe. He he's not Who doing is it that right. Guy? He looks. Do what? He's not doing it right if he ain't got fringe on the front. <laughs> What's the? This guy looks familiar. Is that Smushnik, ain't it? The one speaking right now. Yeah, I believe so. I don't know. Are, are you talking about like other? Mushnik. I'm pretty sure it is. I don't know who the other guy yeah, is. Yeah, that's Sam Mushnick. What well, makes sense is he's the he would be the president this time, and it's the AWA International. Yep. I'll tell you, he's got a little fringe on the bottom of his. Do you see there it? There you go. Yeah. He ain't, he ain't got nothing like Dory. <laughs> yeah, that's Sam Mushnick. Don't know who that announcer guy is, but that was Sam Mushnick. Yeah. Yeah, they were announcing him, and I was not paying attention. <laughs> Terry's got the small fringe, but the horseshoe on the back. So the horseshoe makes up for the fringe. <laughs> yeah, it's much. He's a, he's the uh, president. You, you know what I hate? Saruta still got his robe on, but Bob already took his like super sweet robe off. Yeah, his robes and Fujinami's robes were always just beautiful. They're always silky looking. Yeah. Hey, you got a handshake. From Terry. Dory? Dory didn't shake. Dory's like, nah, I'm good. He still got it. Dory still got his jacket on. Hmm. Well, there's well, that guy's not the ref, because there's the ref. I think it's Brock Olubich. Oh, so they just it, brought a corner is it, man. Is it super old Bronco? Are we gonna get we're going to get foot counts? No, this is early 50s. Just retired Bronco. Jumbo Jumbo looks good here. Jumbo looks good. Yeah, it looks he's, like he's, he's starting to. Like eight, it looks like he's 18 years old. <laughs> yeah. And Baba doesn't look weird yet. No. He's, he's starting to get there, but not like he, you know. Yeah, his, sh- his shoulders are a bit, I don't know. Sunken back, but he He's doesn't have his, that barrel upper body yeah. with skinny arms. Yeah, he don't look as bad. Door still got his jacket on. Yeah, Dory's like, I'm cool. Oh, yeah. that's uh, 
that's pimped out Bronco. Look at him. He's got the mustache and the wavy hair slicked back. You know, I understand why Dory's wearing the jacket. If you had a jacket like that, you'd wear it as long as humanly possible. He, and he is wearing it as long as he can. <laughs> All right, there okay, you go. Okay, Dory's Handshakes. Terry's like, I'm doing it twice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Jumbo looks so young in the face. Wow. So we'll get Dory and Jumbo. Looks like they're going to start. They left the house mic up on the ring. See it? Oh, yeah. Dude just left it. <laughs> Didn't care. <laughs> this this is going to be probably off. an amazing world tag team title match. Didn't care. <laughs> well, not world. What is it? PWF Pacific. Wrestling Federation? No, it's no, it's uh, NWA International. Okay. And then they'll go to Memphis and drop them to two random guys so they can bring them in. <laughs> They're going to go drop them to those uh, th those brothers with the werewolf masks that they bought at a Halloween store. <laughs> that was a that was a deep pullback. It was somebody they showed a, like a three minute video to to Thriller and then never brought them in. Oh. oh, yeah, we saw that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Side headlight by Jumbo. Boom! What a bump! Dang! Oh, hey, man, they're on Japanese TV. Got to make the baby faces look good. Hell. Yeah, they get there. Uh, oh, sweet. That was nice. Yeah, Dory is so Dory. good. How old is Dory here? It's got me his 30s. Early 30s. 30s? That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I messed up with Baba so bad, I really don't want to say. <laughs> Dory looks 72. Well, Dory's been going bald since he was 18. So. Yeah. I don't know. Dory just looks like 72 years old. He's always looked old. Got a sweet, like, kind of an STF. He doesn't have that the toehold really on, but no. But for for this time period, this is very, very high high tech. You want or high tech? But you know what I'm saying? Very technical. Very technical. There you go. Yeah, now <laughs> it's just, 75, now it's just it's 75 in, in in Texas. This is really yeah. Dory floats back over to a headlock so the Texas crowd will know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> a little short elbows by Jimbo there. Big tackle. Drop. Whoa. Big. Oh, what a. He was. He was. Whoa. Look. Oh, oh my God. That was amazing. That was, that was so sweet. That, that backslide. That was you flawless. You you can't tell me. All these people who say they only called it in the ring back in the days. There's no way. They were that good. Jumbo's 12 here. He worked Amarillo. And there's a, and there's a language barrier. He worked Amarillo. Okay. <laughs> 
he was no telling how many hours and hours in the ring with Dory. Yeah. I'll give you if it was somebody else in there with him, but it was Dory, him and Dory. Sometimes, many times they worked on that. So. But, you know, you say about, uh, you know, it's the, Terry took that big bump. It's like, it's for TV. It's like, yeah, they get a little little extra in their check when they go to Japan oh, yeah. that year. Or or you if know? it just keeps you your Japan job. Weren't they pretty much office? Weren't they bringing the, the boys over? Yeah, they were part. Yeah, but I'm just saying, though, they'll get more, more yeah, money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stuff. Bob will take care of them. <laughs> Working that headlock. Oh, look, he's in the leverage. You see that? Yeah, dude. That, that's what that I'm is awesome. Saying, is, 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 is as good as Dory is and as technical as he is and all the holds he did in the transition. <coughs> Terry's entertaining me more with this headlock than any yeah, of Yeah, you see how he's, he's putting his body, stretching his body out so the leverage and, the, and, and Jumbo can't grab him. To shoot him off. Oh, there it is. Man, that was an uppercut. Yeah, well, he was moving his body where Jumbo couldn't grab him. That was awesome. You don't see that. See him always, you know, that was neat. I like that. And I've never seen anybody turn their body like that so they couldn't grab him to back on the ropes or shoot him off or whatever they wanted to do to him. Jumbo was trying to reach up for a tag. Yeah, and, uh, is Bobby telling him to stay in? I don't. I don't know. It looked like he did it there at the yeah. end. Oh, oh, that's that big old headlock hip hip takeover. <laughs> sort of headlock takeover is more. Ooh, big chop. And they grab you know when they grab this headlock. They are grabbing it. Yeah, they're working it. They're wrenching it. So Dumbo got his leg this time. Terry wasn't sprawling out. So now he got his leg. What's he going to do with it? Trying to get him up. There he goes. Oh, we're going to get a shin breaker? Oh, yeah, there it is. Wow. But he's right in his own corner. Oh, knee to the back. Oh, that was awesome. I, I like their obvious <laughs> plan, keep the giant out. Yes. Yeah, you see, knee in the back. And he grabbed him before he got to the corner, pulled him back in. That was good. But you didn't see that old shin breaker buster, we don't call it. It's in the early 70s, 75, you know? You didn't not, say not, even about that. not even Flair. Flair would try to set up the figure four with it all the time. Not in those 70s. I don't know. I'm talking about the, I didn't, you didn't see it regularly until the 80s, early 80s, you know? Especially the first of a match. First, you know, five minutes in or so. We're in that top wrestle. He's going to bridge that. He's going to go down to a bridge. Well, maybe not. <laughs> Jimbo's powering out. Oh, nice trip, Midori. That was really nice. Back into the headlock. I figured he went down to a top wrist lock, but he back into the headlock. Just tear it back in. Oh! Double elbows. That was yeah, nice. That's the point oh, of the elbows. Different. Yeah. 
Big slam by Terry. Look at Joe. Oh, it's good. He's selling it. Oh, what happened there? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you're getting my my famous fallback pile driver. <laughs> one, yeah, one hand tights, one hand wrapped around the waist. That seems yeah. weird. Ropes. Then the ropes. Yeah, you mess up to while you getting a pile driver, kid. <laughs> oh, yeah. big move. I think it's just supposed to be a move that didn't happen. Yeah. Oh, Baba comes in. Oh, shoots him off. Big Baba chop. What? <laughs> what was Terry trying to break it up? <laughs> the big boot. Oh. Oh, kick out. Bob's doing the same stuff he did in 1990, but he's actually, he is moving a lot faster. Nice, nice headlock takeover, yeah. Bob. Bob. I think yeah, Terry tried to step faster. in. Terry tried to step in, got caught, and pouted on yep. the ring. <laughs> what size ring do you think it is? 18? That yeah, was it's, a, that it's, was a, it's not a 16, and it's definitely not a 20. So, yeah, I think that's it. But it's going to be it's, it's about 18. That's definitely not a 16. If Bob would lay down fully, I could get better estimate. <laughs> yeah, flatten him out. Dory going to go for some head scissors? Oh, he's trying. Yep, oh, oh. Bob won't let him get in the head scissors. Come back up. Bob working that headlock. Here we go. Okay, I'm in the corner. See what they're going to do. Oh! Nice uppercut, then form another uppercut. Man, that was look good. Big slam on Baba. Oh, there you go. Bob with the big slices. Oh, woo. I tried a little early on that, didn't he? A little bit. Yeah, that looked look better. <laughs> For, oh, that was a nice little headlock takeover. Look at Terry coming. Hey, ah, what's coming over on his knees? <laughs> that was a little smooth headlock takeover by Baba. Yeah, this is a, a little So, I mean, how this tall is, this was not... Baba? This is not the Bobby we saw in the 90s, for sure. No. So, how tall was Bobby, really? I don't know if you'll ever get a real answer. I didn't know what to look at later. But, Jimbo uh, was build, nice. build height was 6'10". So, about 6'8", then. Oh, nice uh, name uh, by Jumbo. Oh, uh, Maybe. Uh oh, here we go. He may have been a legit 16. Wow, that looks good. He may have been a legit 16 because the big boy. Huh. He was definitely tall. And that that height like could have got recorded from other sports. Remember, he's a pro athlete before that. Yeah. That's true. 
A that six, is true. A six ten baseball player. <laughs> That's a big strike zone. <laughs> they probably didn't do too good. <laughs> That's a big strike zone. Jimbo working that headlock. Now, Bobba's headlock takeovers look decent. I mean, from somebody that size, that looks really good, actually. Yeah. For somebody right. that size doing one. Now, this is definitely not the Bobba we'd go on to see in the 90s, just getting through matches. Yeah. Yeah. I always hated watching Bobba, not because the stuff looked, looked soft or anything, but because Bobba looked like he was in so much pain. Yeah, it's like it's like drop down. It's like when you go back. Oh, he ate that drop kick. Yeah, he did. Oh man! But no, what I was gonna say is, it's like when you go back and watch late, late Andre, knowing what you know now. Same thing with Bob. They were there's a lot of pain. Terry's in now, and they go back to look at how Terry's flying. Look at that. Oh, he's selling it. He's jumping up in the air. That is awesome. That was awesome. Did you see that? Oh, of course. Well, he was selling it. Oh, it was cool. Yeah, but he ate. Oh, Jumbo ate that drop kick from Dory. You can tell he, the smile. He, he, he ate both legs, too. And Dory throws that, that old one to the chest, one to the belly drop yeah. kick. You could tell the way on the drop down, he, the leapfrog, there wasn't a lot of room. So, yeah, it's 18 foot. We'll shoot him. Oh, he goes again. He's hanging on. That looks good. He kicks his feet up every time. Look at that. That is an awesome way to sell that. Bob was back in. Snatching nice the head. He's cranking him. <laughs> Terry's heart just went limp. <laughs> Bobba's got to lean down for a headlock. It's crazy looking. He tagged, yep, he tagged him in into the headlock. Look at Terry. <laughs> you see that? I, I, I love the little things that Terry does. Yes. That was so good. Oh, <laughs> oh that was great. Oh, he's worked. It's, a, it's both teams have worked headlocks. That's all they've worked. Yeah, they've got it super, super basic, and then they'll just do a flurry, and then right back to it. Yep. Oh, he's blocking the headlock takeover. Nope. <laughs> he tries to go for it again. He's wrenching it. So back in the ropes. Shoot him off. Anti-climactic. Yeah, it's anticlimactic the way you're you're calling it. Like it's gonna be something big, little back elbow gimmick. Yeah, what they're all just <laughs> Terry was gonna do something. He did he was gonna do something besides the suplex, I think. Dory was wanting the suplex, Terry was gonna do something else to him. Yeah, that that went a little little astray. Oh, those knees though. Yeah. Nice little standing standing elbow drops. 
Broncos counts were slow back then. Good grief. <laughs> Did you see how slow that was? Wow. Baba with the thrust. Ooh. Uh, oh, I'd seen that move forever. Boom. <laughs> what do they call that? Uh, Baba called it something. I believe it was. Oh, Baba with the drop kick. That Holy was, smokes. Did you that see was, that? Yeah, that was sick. Oh, gut wrench backbreaker. Got him up. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> Baba just lost him. Yeah, I think Baba, I think Baba collapsed. Yeah. Oh, big boot. Yeah. I think Baba got him up. Whoa. Pinfall. This has to be two out of three. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Is what time are we at? Uh, we are not even halfway through. Okay. Yeah, it must be two or three. I think Baba got him up here. Terry was a little too heavy for him. <laughs> and he just kind of folded it up underneath him. Yeah, it's got to be two or three balls. Terry sounded like he's. I kept just putting him down, didn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, the way that uh, that backbreaker into a whatever it was went. <laughs> oh, and that was called the coconut crush. Is that what it was? Okay. Yeah, that's what he, he called that deal. Okay. <laughs> I haven't seen nobody do that in forever. There's something you can do your next match. <laughs> that's a joke. <laughs> Don't tell me with a good time. <laughs> Depends on where you're booked, right? <laughs> I, I, brother, I, my last show, I brought out a taped up popsicle stick. Don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> did, Man, the old, did the old Jeff like Daniels crazy. special. Yeah. yeah. Look at Terry. He's still down selling. Yeah. yeah. Getting that raise when he goes back to all Japan. Mm-hmm. It's Japan TV. You got to sell it. <laughs> I think out of all the two or three falls we've seen, well, since we're doing this, this has been the long rest period, I think, on any of them. He's about to fall back in his corner. Dory caught him. You see, that was awesome. He stumbled back. Like he's going to fall into Baba and threw his corner. <laughs> Dory grabbed Terry's arm. Talking about a sell job. What was right. the, what would he, what did he pin him with? The boot, the big boot, the big boot. That's right. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's why I sell. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was hoping we get his little his little neck breaker gimmick. His neck breaker is a sit down. Look, Bob, look at Bob. He's look at Bob. He's I'm ready to go. Fall to round two. Let's go. <laughs> He'll do the headlock and tag out. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Tag out. Uh oh, we're going to get some. We're going to whip you in. I think. Oh, Terry was up and over. What's that? Look at Okay. Do you think he was going to bump and decide not to the last minute, or what? what was that about? I don't know. Oh, look at Dory. Oh, Dory taking Baba down. 
There he goes. He hooked him. He's got him hooked. Looking at the hammer lock. That's that's a ST. What we got? Yeah, I mean it's pretty much that's an STF. The the only difference yeah. is normally the the legs hooked in the bend of the knee, as opposed yeah. to on top of it. It just adds a, another pressure. But yeah. As far as a cross face and having control with the leg, it's the yeah. same thing. Yeah. Look at Baba Sona say it's a choke. He's <laughs> kicking his legs. Here comes Terry back in. Working on Baba's neck. Man, his head is huge. Yeah. I mean, you really don't see it. You actually see him both hands on it, and you really see how big his head was. Wow. I'll be honest, I didn't expect Baba to be doing the sell job here. Yeah, in the second fall, he's doing some selling. Terry's uh, got stepped over and got that night current. Second fall must go to the funk, so hot tag goes to Jumbo. Yeah. Yeah. He may shock Let's us, back in. Oh, big forearm to the chest. Oh, another big one. Those look good. Good and snug, too. He's kicking his legs. <laughs> I, th I thought he was shuffling toward hard cam. <laughs> hey, man, hey, man, put my face on TV. Yeah. <laughs> he's moving. He's constantly moving. So he's not dying on the headlock like a lot of people do. I mean, it is just leg movements. Or he picks him back up. Takes Terry back in. Oh. Boom. He hit those ropes really good to be that big. Yeah, man. The, the, this Baba, I've no complaints about this Baba. This Baba. No, he is moving. To be so tall, he is moving. Yeah, I just can't believe that how big his head was. Oh, now, now I want to find old JWA footage and see like yeah. actual young Baba. I've seen some yeah. JWA, and it was Ricky Dozan versus uh, the Destroyer. And it's awesome, but that's look how Bob was trying to use his other. See how Bob was trying to use his other arm, and he's, he's, it's, but it's hooked behind Terry's leg, and he couldn't. That was good. He couldn't, like he's trying to get Terry, and he couldn't because his other, his uh, arm was hooked behind Terry's leg. Oh, hit tossed him out of it. Well, both got him. What are they gonna do? Oh, I figured they double team him. They didn't. Man, those. Uppercuts by Doria are, are sweet. Surely yeah. he's is he going to take this bump. Uh oh, he's hooking Pedig him. Pedigree. Here we go. Hey, pedigree. Oh nope. Uh oh, we get a backdrop. Yep. We're gonna get yeah, a we're, to here. we're totally getting a backdrop. No pile driver. Oh, oh, we crowned him, dude. Um, you Bob, can see his head. Baba did that crazy ankle grab thing. Did he? Yeah. I was watching his head. Uh oh, trading chops. You're going to lose that one, Dory. Oh, them big skillet hands. Oh, that was sweet. Oh, getting down to Terry. Bam. 
That bump Dory took was sweet. Oh, there's the Baba chopped to the head. Look at Terry. I thought he was going to bump to the ropes. Oh, oh, look at Terry. Uh-oh, here comes the jabs. Dory's going to need the back. Oh. Oh, here goes the suplex. Look, they have them hooked different. They did on the last one, too. It was weird. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. Jimbo Bergen. They were in there together for about 20, about 20 count, wasn't they? Well, Bronco, it, 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 Bronco was under, lost a little. It, it was under a five count for Bronco. Bronco lost a little control of it. Trading. Oh, a big old Baba chop. Look at big old hands. Gosh. Oh, shooty man. Was he going to get the big boot? Big boot. Uh oh. Terry. Terry's going to. Oh. He almost pulled his trunks down. We almost saw a Baba butt. Yeah. Is it going to be a big knee from Jumbo? No, Dropkick, he held the ropes. He was up there. Some height, boy. Yeah, he, he would have cleaned Dory's clock. Suplex from Terry. Oh, nice standing suplex. Jimbo, like you said, doing that selling part. That was good. Now, Dory's got a standing boom. Of course, Jumbo's been it over. Jumbo's wrestled Harley. Two. He knows that's it. There it is. That's it. Harley races to suplexes. Yep. Two suplexes. So now we're fall piece. Jumbo's selling the back of his head. And nowadays, you got to shoot somebody with a gun to beat him. He's, Jumbo just got beat by two suplexes. <laughs> now it's going to stay in the next fall. He's selling the back of his neck. And we'll get heat on it. Hot tag to Baba come in. Hot tag. And like you said, it's Japan TV. So. Baba's gonna go over. <laughs> he, he may, he may the, give it to Jumbo though, because this whole thing was to put some rub on Jumbo. Yeah, that's true. Man, he's selling that. See, it ain't the move, it's how you sell it, you know? Yeah. Because I mean it's two suplexes. Even the seventies, I mean, yeah, it was Harley's finish, some you know, but that just, you know, two suplexes. He's not only that beating, he's still selling. Sound like it was, you know, like he got piled drive, you know? You know, Bronco is counting. Jesus. I think they've, always, they've always been slow, obviously. I didn't, I thought it was just because he was so old and world class. <laughs> Let's see what they're he's, Funk's telling him something. Probably a dirty joke. Yeah. Is that right over there? <laughs> Me and Junior double teamed her. Oh, good God. Double teamed Me and Junior double teamed her last night in Amarillo behind the dumpster. <laughs> I don't know. He's, I think he was married then, so. 
<laughs> I watched my language on out, this. I watched my language on this podcast, and you just told a double teaming joke. <laughs> yeah, they double teamed her. You know, they like the double suplex they did a while ago, and the double dangerous suplex. Gotcha. Yeah, what was up with that? They tried. That. They did it on the other one too. Yeah, and they yeah, so it. <laughs> Yeah, it's odd. Terry was on. The, I was underhooking him, and Dor was going for regular. It's well, like, and the other oh, time it was opposite. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Here we go. Fall three. Jumbo starting out. Man, Dory's stuff is so crisp. It ain't no rear back stuff too. It's just crisp and tight, you know. And then you got the, as you just saw, the complete opposite with Terry's giant. Opposite of Terry, the big, yeah, big rear back. It looks good too, but it's totally different style of, of hit of punches and stuff. And those, but those uppercuts, Dory was are hitting. They're just be, they're beautiful. Come back to the headlock. Go way down. Yeah, Jumbo is. What is all that in the ring? Oh, it's, the, it's on the apron. I mean, on the mat, the canvas. I, I tell you, one of the most technical, technical fun matches I've ever watched was actually from the first Eddie Gilbert Memorial Show. And it was uh, Tommy Gilbert taking and Dory. on Dory. And it was awesome. I bet. Yeah, and both these guys are older than heck at this time. Yeah. Jumbo with the head scissors. Oh, Dory with the jackknife. Jumbo can bridge out. Ooh, he almost oh, didn't make it. Oh, come back now. <laughs> oh, bridge back up. Spin around. Back. Oh, that was that sweet backslide. Broncos kind of got a little fast there, didn't it? <laughs> it looked like he sped up a little bit on it. He's on the take. Yeah, he's one of them. He's one of them Bible payoffs. <laughs> Dory's slowing it back down. Jumbo's still selling that head. Somebody's throwing paper cups in the ring. They're trying to make it look like, uh, you know, they're really mad at the cheating funks. Yeah. Jumbo was a side head lot. What are they going to do now? Because oh, Bubba back in. This match has been very basic, but it's been the little stuff in between. Yeah. And, and, match. and the surprise of enjoying watching Baba's work. Yeah. And that sounds mean. It sounds like we're crapping on Baba, but the Baba we were both experienced, you know, both shown was. Yeah. Oh, 19, yeah. 1990s. Baba oh, yeah. Shouldn't have been in the ring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or gets in the corner. Oh, look at, man, those are just. That's that. Then the, those little forearm shots and those uppercuts are just. There's that old one wrist shoot off. Oh, big bump! But Dory in the corner is he hanging? Okay, he's. Oh, Terry! Just there we go. Terry's going. Oh, this is gonna be funny. Oh, look! Look at that! Tremendous. That is so awesome. Then there goes Terry back in. <laughs> ah, ah. 
Oh, a little comedy. That's a little comedy in there. Yeah, it was like Dane Powder now. Jumbo's saying, count, count faster, dude. <laughs> that was good. I like that little bump. Dory took the bump and the Terry fed in. That was good. Oh, oh, go double team, Junior. Nope. <laughs> they had to really stretch on that boot, didn't they? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, there's a little size difference on that boot, too. Cause yeah, because Jum Jumbo was tall, but Jumbo went to 6'10". Yeah, it's a, so there's a little, uh-oh. Oh! Wasn't expecting to take that bump, was you? Nope. Wow. Oh, there's a cover. Big kick out. Yeah, I didn't think I'd see Giant Baba getting belly to back soup. I mean, we saw him body slammed I, earlier, so. But that's a little different, though. Oh, that's a hard body to do a double stretch on. Yep. Look, <laughs> there's so much daylight. <laughs> but it's the point of it's just it's the thought it's the thought that counts, right? And I say like, that wasn't gonna last long. Yeah. There was, yeah, but just man, I also he got him hooked as much as he did. Oh, here's Jumbo. Oh, he's got a. What did we say that he called this? Oh, Jesus. I, I, Cobra twist. Cobra twist. That's it. Yep. Yep. Cobra twist. Oh, that was a long time. That was from the first match we watched, wasn't it? That yeah, we called. it was. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, hip tossed him out of there into a pin. You usually see him just hip tossed him out. He actually hit tossed him and had him hooked into a cover. Let's Terry back in. Some elbows to the headlock. Here we go. Oh, he might went through the ropes on that. Look at Terry. Terry just hits those ropes all just. Well, there was legs flying everywhere on this, ain't it? Oh, big knockdown. No, that was a tackle, great double, double knockout. That was a great double But do you knockout. see them? They were all just legs going everywhere. They yeah. Were well, that drop down. So many people do that double knockout and they just double shoulder tackle each other. But like that made me believe, oh God, we don't know what's going on. It's, it's, Knees, yeah, and, were, knees and elbows. All over the place. Yeah. yeah. Good. Whoa. Big leaf frog. You're seeing it, it, it. I like it because it's totally different from what's been going on this match. We've got a big, big sunset flip. Look at he hits those ropes. He just dives into them. Oh, here we go. Uh oh. Paddle kind of rolls. Is this going to be it? Oh, come on, Bronco. <laughs> Got Bronco about to get count. up. I don't know. <laughs> There's a headbutt. Yes. <laughs> Look at him. Look at him shaking his head. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Look at this selling. <laughs> oh, Terry Funk was so good. Oh, here we go. Big, nice suplex by Jumbo. That's his finish at one point right there. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. Uh, not on this one, though. Not in Texas, kid. Uh oh, pile driver. Oh, backslide. Whoa. Nope. Slid out of it. On top of his head. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Bridge out. 
Yep, coming up. Whoa. Uh-oh. That was a sweet way to get to the corner. Oh, look at this. Oh, that was awesome. He's getting his leg over. He's choking. Here comes, watch here comes Baba. Yeah, that was good. They fell back into the to the, to the, the hill corner. And it wasn't Ooh. clean, but it was good. Oh, God. Yeah, it was like a struggle. Oh, Terry had the ropes pulled down. Did you see that? And he just pushed him out and took the big bump. That looked good. It, it was good. Yeah, people were throwing stuff in. Yeah, I think people get a little... Those on the other side. I think the fans are getting a little hot at the Funks. Even it is Texas. Oh, Terry's got him. Bob is coming over to save him. Hey, he's got to come in on this side where he got thrown out, ref. Is that, is that part of the rules, for real? Yeah. Never heard that. Yeah, he's supposed, yeah, he's supposed to go in the way he come out. Here we got another big suplex. Yeah, there's people throwing stuff all in there, right? Bob with a big boot. Terry back in, so we won't get here. Tommy, they drop. Whoa. Oh, that's pretty. Oh, that was sweet. Gosh, I can't so slow. Yeah, they could have. You know, it's like. They could have put any referee gets off in the there. Mat with it. He barely gets his uh, hand off the mat. Oh, cut him off. Cut him off. Gosh, those uppercuts are amazing. Shoots him off. Another double down. Double tackle, double down. Ah, Terry, this was better. Yeah, it was. Well, they both went, both of them went in the air on that one. Dory waving. Terry just walks in. He just walks in. <laughs> oh, Bobby cuts him off. There we go. Oh, that was beautiful. That backwards bump for the ropes. Oh, he just pulled him. He had him by the hair just put on top of him. Oh, here comes Terry. Oh. All right to the back of the brain, too. Yep. Feet on the ropes. No, he kicked out. Wow. If you want, to, I don't have much of a kick. Oh, man, those, those are, those are, man, those uppercuts and what the? Oh my what god! The? Hey, all those people. Look at that! That's the finish. That was the finish. Do you see Terry get tangled up in the rope trying to come over? Yeah, look at the people good. going nuts. The people are going a crap in Texas. Waving the Japanese Terry, flag. Terry got tangled up in the ropes. That was that looked amazing. I thought he was just suplexing people in the buckles like they do nowadays. Yeah, I did too. We bounced off and cut and came down on top of him. Wow. But Terry coming in to break it up was the best. Oh, that looked so good. And they gave the win to Jumbo. Yeah, you were right. 
If you gave him the rub. Oh, now so Look, photographers, photographers trying to get, they just want the picture with Mushnick in the middle. <laughs> Jumbo's like, I've never won one of these. Can you put this on me? Yeah. <laughs> Yep. For the Japanese magazine. Yep. What was it called? Baseball? What? I believe that's the, what the Japanese wrestling Gone. magazine. Gone. I, I swear they had one called Baseball. But why would it have wrestling if it, had, if it was baseball? Why, why it, look at they're trying to get an interview, little announcer guy. See him? Trying to, the cord, he can't pull it over any further. He's, he's, he was pulling the cord, went go any further. There's their, yeah, they're doing their interview for the, for the All Japan TV. He's telling him, look at the hard camera. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> By the way, there was now a book. Gotta go the hard camera, and you gotta go switch it back. Do what? There was a magazine called Weekly Baseball Pure Resu. What? It was a magazine. So have like baseball and wrestling in it or something? The pictures just have wrestling. I don't know why it was called baseball. That's really odd. It was called Weekly Baseball Pure Resu. Wow. So ha. Learn something every day. We have a cop holding the people back. Man, they were over in, in Texas, wasn't they? They really were, yeah. Wow. Then there's some kid playing in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> Glad to know that's not a thing that just started. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. I can't believe how over they were. Dang. Huh. And then they just leave the camera on as people are filing out. And another kid tries yeah, to Yeah, I was saying, they cut the camera. And they, they used some, some of the most uh, 70s Mid-South Coliseum, most tapes that have been floating around forever. You'll see like the last match, the last few, like 30 seconds, you'll see. The um, they'll leave it running, and Lance Russell would already there. It's it. it went off. Lance Russell already signed off, and it just still be recorded, and then the table and go out. They they legit had like you really saw it on the deal afterward a, a big influx of like I, I'm assuming Japanese but Asian fans there. Coming in the crowd, yeah. I don't know how big how how big we say big if you mean bit by big. <laughs> That whole section was a, a legitimate Yeah, there was quite a few. Section. And then when they got out of the ring, those kids were Asian that were patting them on the back and going crazy. They were? I saw at least one or two. I wasn't sitting okay. there looking at all. Well, I, I saw sit, a few. I, I wasn't sitting I there looking few, at all the kids. You weren't checking out the kids. <laughs> but then they, I mean, they did the, the upper there deck was shot. A, there, was, yeah. there was a few in the crowd. Uh, it, it just shocked me. I didn't. Uh, maybe there's a there's a market there that I don't know about. You know, but 
Well, uh, well, I mean, every big city has their ethnic sections. Yeah. So I mean, they, I mean, when they came to town, they might have came to you know to watch them. You know, and when it's like just regular wrestling, they might not have. You know, but Baba and Jumbo's coming to town. We're we're coming. We're gonna come watch them, especially Baba. I mean, yeah. you know, like Jumbo he hadn't really established yet, but Baba was really established. So you know, you know they were like, well, hey. I was coming to America. Let's, we're watching. He's coming to our town. We're going to go watch him. You know? Yeah. I can see that. So what do you think about that match? I thought the match was awesome. Um, was vastly surprised by Baba. Uh, saw really young. Well, I mean, we'd seen Jumbo, what, a year or two later? Was it 78? Yeah. So we saw him like three years later wrestling with Harley Race. Yeah. Um, so, but still really young. This is really young Jumbo. Uh, yeah. The funks are entertaining as always for two totally different reasons. And I had fun laughing at Bronco Lubitsch. So yeah, no, I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, I, I um I was really shocked by how I found out Baba really was this time. So that made me even scratch my head even more. Um I was really shocked how smooth and the transit smoothness into the transition of his headlock takeovers to be that tall. I was really shocked on that. Um uh, they were really smooth. Uh, I mean, you get what you get with Baba, um, but he did move really well, though. Yeah, you know, he did. The, uh, I mean, he's a giant. He'll go out there and do a lot of stuff. He did his, you know, the boot, his chops, but those headlock takeovers, those really impressed me. I wasn't expecting expecting those, you know. So that uh, that that was really shocked. Um, yeah, the Funk's two different sellings. You had Dory the way he sold, and you had your Terry wanting. It was the beginning stage of that the fun of Terry Funk sell, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like the, getting, the, the beginning of middle age and crazy. Yeah, we're getting little spurts of it. Yeah, and uh, um, some of those transitions of into the backslides that Dory and Jumbo were doing were really good. Um, like I said, there's no telling how much they worked on those when he was, you know, when he when he was over in Amarillo with with the Funks on his excursion when he first started. Um, so you know they were going to work well, you know, because of that. Um, just, like they didn't do it. There wasn't a lot, you know. The first two falls, it was all headlocks, basically, a little stuff, you know, thrown here and there. But everything was what they did had meaning, you know. what I'm saying and Terry selling those headlocks first, where he had the headlock on, and he was stretching his legs out so Jumbo couldn't <clears throat> couldn't grab it, you know, pull him to him or shoot him off, you know. I was right. I don't think I've ever seen that. Anybody's <clears throat> stretched their body out that, you know, away from the person when they get the headlock apply. I liked it. That was really different. And then <laughs> when Jumbo was wrenching the headlocks, Terry was back in, was flying up in the air, selling it. That was amazing. Um, and the bump at the end, Terry took trying to come in to break up the count. Uh, the finish was really futuristic for that time of day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's going to suplex him to the buckles. And he hits and bounces back on top of Dory. That was really um but Dory's uh forearm shots and those European uppercuts, man. Wow. It, those were just amazing. I forgot how good Dory's were, you know, because I haven't seen it. Um I've seen some of his late seventies, uh early eighties Florida, a little bit of that. But um man, those they those were crisp and quick. Like we said, like, and then his punches, you know, he didn't rear back. He didn't want short jabs. Terry would rear back. So, it, you get, they're so, to be brothers, 
not only that the Terry's different selling, but in their offense, you know, they're different than their offense too. Yeah. You know, the way they did stuff. So it was um I really liked it. It was like I said, you know, obviously my last born is just headlocks, but it was everything between the headlocks and the selling of the headlocks, you know, that made it, you know. And um Terry did that walking Tommy knee drop. That that's beautiful. I love when he did he used to do that. You're you're a big and, fan of those um, atomic knee drops. So you you pop every time someone does one. Well, when it's done like that, man, I mean, I mean that was I mean, that that was beautiful, dude. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's different from so grab them, boom. You know, when they're done like that, he picked him up and carried him around the ring, and that was awesome, man. Um, it was fun, like you said, the uh, Terry and Dory from their double suplexes. They were <laughs> both of them. They were off each time. They were. I don't know what's up with that. Uh, it was like one one do underhook, one one rigger, rigger away, and the next time the other one did the underhook, and then one did, you know, it was weird. <laughs> but yeah, I liked it. Uh, like I said, Baba, man, Baba hit the ropes good. Um, I said, you, you got what you got from Baba because, like I said, he's so tall, but he moved good. That's the thing. You know, you just gonna get your basic, you know, Baba stuff, but he moved very good. Hit the ropes good. You know, it took that suplex, which I was shocked. Through a drop kick. Through a drop kick, yeah. Well, I've seen throw a drop kick a clip of from one from a um like a little video of 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 all Japan I showed an old clip of like Baba spliced in doing a drop kick. So I, that's actually actually watching the match where he threw one. So yeah. But yeah, it was um yeah, Baba moved really really, really well. And to be as old as he was after really smart me up to that, it's like wow, you know. So that was good. I really, I, I enjoyed that one. It was a good little pick. I, I, yeah, you way outdid me. Yeah, you outdid no. me last week. No, no, you did. No, because yours was good. It just, it's something got thrown out of whack at the end. But uh, the bookie, like I said, yours was booked, was doomed from the get go from the bookie. So, um, so since you think yours was so bad last night, how are you going to redeem yourself next week? Uh, I'm going to do something a little crazy. Um, so I, I don't technically know what promotion this came from. Let me okay. explain. Uh, because according to Wikipedia, this promotion changed their name in 91, uh, which is a year before this match I'm picking. So I'm guessing it's under the old name of Impresa Mexicana de la Lucha Libre. I'm going Excuse with uh, I, I'm, I'm going lucha um so again depending on when the actual change was made uh it's either emll or cmll yeah. uh, the, the date is may 4th 1990 the match is fuerza guerrera versus la pantera number two for the nwa world welterweight title is it arena mexico uh arena coliseo i believe arena mexico was triple a Okay. Well, Triple A, what was it? When did Triple A get formed? Mid 90s? Early 90s? I believe before that. Okay. That's why I'm asking. So you'll look look it up because I. No, you're right. I'm not big on. Uh, 92. But what did it, what something come, what was, but wasn't it a branch off of something else though? I believe it it was a, uh, a, Antonio Pena broke away from CMLL. Okay, I know it was a, either somebody they branched off, and got mad, left, started their own gimmick. That's what I thought. Okay, but yeah, I don't know a lot about lucha, 
Um, I saw this as as one of the best Lucha matches of all time. Um, It fit in our time period because there are some other ones with names I know more about, but Mm -hmm. they were also newer. So I wanted to stay within the the time period. Uh, So, yeah, NWA World Welterweight title. I don't know what... That, that was the big, that was their main title, I do believe. Because I think that what actually came from, I think that was their, I don't know if they had a heavyweight title. That's when I always remember t- seeing in the magazines and stuff. And then later on, on tape trading days, actually seeing that somebody, if it wasn't the main belt, it was, it was like an intercontinental belt. Then you just say, you sound defended all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was either their main belt or was their working belt. Because I saw, you know, like I said, the tape trader days, what, a little bit of Lucha I seen. It's something like that was the one that was we always see defended. And like on, you know, I'd get the tape trader list and on all the uh, the CML stuff, you always see that as the, you'd see that for the title defenses. And something that always be the uh, Welter Weights, whatever it was, middleweight. Yeah. yeah. Welter. Um, and what's crazy is so they, like, well after the NWA, I mean, it's still used. And independent promotions in Mexico. Really? Yeah. Um, wow. So the World Welterweight Championship was created for EMLL and used there from 46 till 90. Then CMLL from 91 to 96. You know, just name change there. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It went to New Japan from 96 to 97. So whoever was holding it was working with New Japan. Um, then it went to Toriyaman, Japan and Mexico. So, see, Toriyaman, that is Ultimo Dragon, I believe. I saw, I saw, I saw, that's what I was going to ask you. Was that Ultimo Dragon? Or, yeah. So, okay. that was probably one of the 18,000 belts he had, and he just kept it. <laughs> um, so, it was there It was there from 99 to 07. 07, it came back to CMLL. Uh, stayed there till 2010. Then, in 2010, there was an NWA Mexico. Um, and it, hmm. the, belt, the belt was there until 13. I didn't know there was an NWA Mexico. That's wild. Yeah, I, did, I didn't either, but yeah. Cool. Like I, said, I, I like it because it's something out of our comfort zone. We're not <laughs> really big, know about all about Lucha. What, what we do is, you know, we'll probably learn more from watching WCW Lucha people. You know what I'm saying? That's probably how we got more. So this, you know, that's how I really, you know, I, I get tapes. Back in the tape trailer days, every now and then. And then, like I said, I just see on people's lists, but I never, you know, and then what was it? Early 2000s, DirecTV had uh, Galavision, and it had uh, CMML, CMLL on it. Uh, so I watched a lot of it. Didn't know what was going on. But, um, but yeah, like from 80s and 90s, I, you know, like I said, get a match here and there on a tape of something. So it's really don't know much about it. So I'd be, that'd be good, something, you know. Yeah, our comfort, both our comfort zones. I, I mean, legitimately, the only thing I, I know about these guys, I mean, I've, I've seen both of them, right? Because, like, you know, El, El Pantera, number two's mask, like, it looks familiar to me. Um, I know Fuerza Guerrera is uh, Juventud's father, I'm assuming father. <laughs> I don't know. I said, um, I don't know much about these people. And they had pretty much the same mask, uh, just because I'm seeing a little bit of it right now. Um, but that's all I know. Uh, so, okay. and we get to see wrestling in a giant, like, 22-foot ring or whatever. Yeah. And those gigantic rings. Oh, yeah. Those rings are so big. And so hard. Yeah. Definitely. Yep. I think them, I think their rings, the Mexican rings, the boxing rings are the same. I think they're all the same. 
I, I think there may no. have been a, a tad more padding on the wrestling rings, but as far as any other modifications, give. doubt it. Yeah, no give, no. They might have padded it up a little bit, but that's why they all, that's why they all roll. Yeah. Well, they all rolled. Yep. Yeah, they all rolled and they all wrestled well into their 50s because of that. Because they rolled, yep. But yeah, I like that. Like I said, it's out of comfort zone. We don't know much about it, except you looked, you said it's labeled as one of the good match, you know, one of the really good match. So we'll go from there. Yeah, I figure I'd, I'd throw a monkey ridge into it after after that last pick. It just disappointed me. So uh, yeah, I figured I'll just swing for the fences, see what, see what we hit. Hey, that's good. You want to have your comfort zone, you know? You know, when you, Busting my balls about <laughs> midnights and the rock and the rock, rock and roll, and then I went to something that still was really in technically in my comfort zone. Still, you went really out of your comfort zone. I think it'll be all right. Like I said, it's something different we hadn't seen, so that'll be good. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I'm sure we'll see something we hadn't seen. I'm sure we'll see a lot we hadn't seen before. So I like it. That's good. And and a little bit I of reading about- I, I I've done about Fuerza Guerrera. I know he's not the traditional luchador in the fact of like flying. I mean, he flies some, but he he's very much like uh, was it Dos Caras, who was more technical yeah. than high flying. Yeah. Now I don't know about La Pantera number two, but yeah, I oh, will figure it. Maybe good. Like today, yeah. I, I'm I'm looking forward to it because, like I said, I don't know much about much lucha prior to the WCW influx of guys. Yeah, and then. Uh, like I said, then the early two thousands of um, of the CML that I watched on um, on on the on the TV there on the Dirt TV, but uh, I like it. It's like I said, well, it's gonna be good because we'll something we're gonna learn, watch something, and it's always good to watch some wrestling broaden horizons, you know. Yep, absolutely. You know, that's gonna be good to think about. But we've watched death matches, now we're gonna watch the lucha match. I figure that's the one thing we really haven't watched. We haven't. We haven't watched any lucha. Uh, that's literally the, the one thing. Death matches. We've watched European wrestling. Uh, we've watched women's wrestling. We've watched women's death matches. Have, have we seen a straight women's match? We watched a Japanese women's match that was worked Memphis style. That, yep, that, <laughs> yep, the women's tag match. So, yeah. we. What about that? You thought uh, you was going to show me the, the Vin Diesel. Not Vin Diesel. <laughs> the guy from Europe. The funny guy. Been, not been. Oh yes, yes. We'll have to. I'll, I'll put. I'll make sure that's on one of the lists. Uh, I'll have it's to like, find I've, a, a I've been waiting on that every week. What what I've seen on YouTube's been broken up. I'll have to see if I can find a full one together. Find it um, together. But it's uh, yeah. One one of my matches uh, will be Leon Aris, the man from Paris, and oh, I oh, I just blanked on his name. Darn it, Cat Weasel. No, not Cat Weasel. Oh, that <laughs> was the guy's name. No, there is a comedy guy uh, named Cat Weasel, but let's see, I'm try- gosh, I'm trying to find it. Oh, is Leon Harris the man? Oh, Les Kelly. Yeah, actually, I've, I haven't seen him, but I've, I've heard him. I actually, today when I was on YouTube looking around some stuff, and I come across a, a, some British stuff, and I saw his name yeah. on, on, on one of the matches. That's the one that uh, Cabana's a big fan of. Absolutely. That's the one who influenced Cabana's yeah. style. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I feel like we're advertising for a podcast that's not happening yet. But when we watch him, you'll see one of the things he does that has influenced a lot of other guys, too, that a lot of other guys have stolen. So, Well, I tell you, man, after watching that match we watched, oh, gosh, back in January, that world of sports stuff is just amazing. I mean, I really liked watching that world of sports stuff. 
Yeah, no, it's, it's wild. It's wild what they yeah. can do. And I don't know, just the sequences they go through seemingly flawlessly. And I think that's why it's so wild. Yeah. You know, you, we could watch the same exchange of moods in America, but it would be done slower with more selling, blah, blah, blah. But like that was, it's flawless. It looks like there's no effort into it. Now with Finley and Saint, and I believe that's the match we watched. Yeah. There, there was more of a struggle there because that's how Finley works. Yeah, yeah. But if you watch Finn, uh, watch Johnny Saint with somebody like uh, Jim Brakes or somebody who's equally as smooth, yeah, it's it's insane. Yeah. It's it's literally in part part of the Jeff Hardy pun, but it's literally his poetry in motion. It's so smooth, yeah. and it gets there. Um, and maybe this lucha is going to be like that. I don't know. I've never seen technical wow. lucha. I've only seen high flying flip lucha. And, you know, it's not my cup of tea. What's usually. the old, What's the old the old guy looks like Gypsy Joe? What was his name in Mexico? Paraguayo. Oh, you know, I don't I don't know what he looks like. So wasn't it a Paraguayo? It may have been. The, look, the fur said, boots. You said he he looks like Joe. Yeah. Right. He always reminded me of Gypsy Joe. Like that was his name, Paraguayo. Oh wasn't my it? god, he looks just like Joe. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, Paraguayo, yeah. yeah he oh wasn't a flyer. My he was god. A, mm, yeah, he definitely wasn't a flyer. <laughs> uh, that, that's why I, I never realized. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow sorry that just yeah. put me away yeah it's the first time i ever saw him i was like that was like gypsy joe <laughs> yeah all people say that's the the uh the mexican version gypsy joe lucha version yeah <laughs> yeah he would definitely want to fly but yeah overall man i think we've had some really good matches i mean i kind of stunk it up at the very beginning while i don't know what i was thinking with all that crap of continental um but after that little hiccup I, we've really i mean even though you think that one was bad, we you know last week um, we've really had we've we did some really good matches and interesting matches, and I definitely I've watched some stuff that I probably wouldn't have seen, you know. So we're like gonna the, do, we're gonna do it again next week. Yeah, like the Johnny Saint Fifth Finley, I probably would never stop to look that watch that match. And I'm glad I did because it was good. Um, and the the two death matches we've watched that I really enjoyed them, you know, because it. it you know, it just, so I like doing this. Like I said, I'm going to see some lucha. So I'm going to have to go into, even though I said I, earlier, I said I had my list for the rest of the year. I'm going to have to go dig around, find something out of my comfort zone. Because everything I'm noticing, it's, it's got, it's stuff that's going to be, it's good. And I know it's going to be good, but it's people all, you know, that I, that we see, we've seen or, or, you know, know of. So I might have to. Kind of find something. There, I don't know if there's much left, is there? Unless I go back to another death match or something. I don't know. I'll start looking. I'll look around this week. Go a little up. Or maybe for, find something. Last next few picks, try to find something a little different. But uh, that was good. That was a good little match. I, I enjoyed that. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think. You got anything else to add to that match? I, d- I don't like it was, it was a real good, big, solid match. Um, Baba w- was still the. I don't want to say least talented, but least showy in the ring. But it was light years above what I expected. Well, like I said, you're going to get what you get from Bob because he's so big. Uh, you don't get the, you know, just the, the, you know, the his main things he does. Um, you know, you're going to get that no matter what. But his movement was what got me. Um, you know, I thought about it uh, was man. You know, that was a really big deal because Baba paid for all that to come over there. Yeah. I mean, there was uh, the Japanese crew came over. He, you know, I mean, that was 
Oh, that was, you know, when from Japan to America, that was, he spent some money on that, you know? And, you know, you look at that, it's like, man, he really believed in Jumbo, you know? Oh, he had everything rested on Jumbo. And I think until, uh, gosh, um, Tenru, until Tenru came Tenru. in. I think yeah. he had he had everything behind Jumbo. I think he thought Jumbo was sliding in popularity a little bit. Let's bring in Tin Root. Well, you, you always need you always need more than just one top guy, too. Yeah. Well, and that's why the four pillars are so smart because all four of those guys were excellent. And then yeah. and then throw yeah. throw in a little bit later June Akiyama. And I mean oh, and also we you know we, we actually discussed it too. The uh, what's the guy with the Rise of Sun tights? What was his name? Watch the match with yeah, Kikuchi. Yeah, Kikuchi. Yeah, you know, so he wasn't a pillar, but he was he was in that he was the top guy underneath the pillar. So I mean, you know, it, yeah, Baba was really smart with that. So, um, but yeah, just all I mean, you know, all that, and, and then he put Jumbo. You know, got the pin. Yeah, he had a lot of faith in Jumbo to be that young. That's yeah. my thing. It, I can see it later on, but he was putting all his, you know. All the eggs in, in the jumbo basket early. Well, and, and think about this. So he told long, really long stories too, in, in all of their careers. Like Misawa from yeah. from the get go was the chosen one. Yeah. Right. Tawe because he wasn't getting the press of the other three broke off and went heel. Yeah, he was the first one who went heel, wasn't he? Yep. Kabashi. Oh, sorry. Let's go to Kawada. Kawada was you know uh, Misawa's best friend. But was always second place to Misawa until finally he conquered he got, Misawa. He got jealous. He got jealous though. What? This whole time underneath, Kabashi's putting people over, but he's having strong showings, and then he starts going over. So like this is years that Kawashi's yeah. on the underneath. You know he's getting some spikes up there, but like he's not the main guy until years later, yeah. toward the end of the All Japan run. Uh, you know, well before Noah split off. It's him, yeah. and then into Noah, it's Masawa Kabashi just beating the crap out of each other. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, oh, he yeah. had years of ongoing storylines that could intertwine, and whether he had this written out, okay, for four years, I'll have Kabashi on the undercard, or mm -hmm. just I'll have him here on Simmer for when we need to, you know, bring him yeah. up. It was smart. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I, that was, yeah, to have those four guys and have them all, the way he set that up was brilliant. And it just it sucks that he passed away. You couldn't have you know, actually would have seen how if Kikuchi would have come up and, and him and Akiyama, how they would have rose up to, you know, before Baba died. It would have seen, how, you know, interesting to throw those two. Because eventually they would have got to that, you know? Yeah. Especially Akiyama because they really, you know, so it would have been interesting to see what Baba had, you know, the next step after the pillars. Of the two, you know, of Kikuchi and and obviously Akiyama was was going to be the top, was going to be that top guy of that next stage, you know. Yeah, the next the next so. stage of the company, yeah. Um, yeah. and and we'll never know. And it, it really sucks because I think in the stage of shooter interviews, and he may have been a terrible shooter interview. I don't know how much English he knew. I imagine quite a bit from as yeah. much much as he dealt with American wrestlers. But yeah. if we could ever get a shoot interview about his booking philosophy. I would be super interested in that because like I said, those yeah. were long, long told storylines. And I, wow. I don't know if it was on purpose from get go or if it was happy circumstance, you know, and they just had real good people with attention to detail 
who could say, yeah, this whole time that Misawa's been beating everybody, you know, and Kawada's been right there for him, but he's just always come short and he needs his respect now. And they, they can go back and tell that story by things that just happen to happen. Or if that was, no, this is planned from day one. I'm always interested to see. Yeah, because, you know, when they hit, the pillars hit their stride there, you know, that was, that you know, all Japan was was clicking, dude. You know, they were clicking. So, it just, you know, it just, you know, I wonder what that next stage, uh, what he had, you know, how would it, how would it, would have, what happened, you know, what, you know, he passed away and then everything fell apart and, um, you know, Masawa started up Noah and, you know, so, you know, maybe he might know, you know, maybe that's what, what he did to Noah. Maybe that's what he thought Bob was going to do. But I just think with Kikuchi always being that next level, top guy of the next level, and then I see Akiyama coming up really strong at the end there. It really been interesting to see what they would have done, what Bob had was going to do with all that. But, um, but yeah, he really – I would, you know, to be Jumbo. Say this seventy-five. He when he, when he start seventy-three uh, in Amarillo. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna say seventy-three well, in Amarillo. I want to say it was seventy-three. Well, seventy-three was the. No, I'm sorry, seventy-two was the formation of all Japan. Um, da, 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 oh. Yeah, March twenty-third, seventy-three was his first match. Okay. So gosh, you only been working two years. If that is a lot, I mean. To put all your eggs in that uh, that kid's basket, being two years in the business, that's really that was really brave. It seemed like you know, yeah, you know, and I mean, you know, and that and him getting the you know the the final pin and that thing so they can win those belts. I mean, you think of that airfare back in the seventies from Japan to America had to be outrageous. I mean, I'm sure it was not cheap at all. I'm sure there was hardly not many flights, you know, going to. America to Japan, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I'd imagine not. You know, seventy five and for the camera crew over the announcing crew. Uh, you know what? I have the actual card. I took a because I'm always afraid that I'm going to. Um, if I try to pull it up while I'm on my laptop, I actually took a picture on my phone earlier today of the actual card for this show. Um, the first match was Ivan Putski against. Uh, he defeated Don Sereno. Second match is Blackjack Lanza defeated Doug Gilbert. Uh, not not Eddie's brother, the, other, the first Doug Gilbert. Uh, Kim Duck uh, defeated Roddy Piper. Wow. Hmm. Well, that wouldn't happen eight years later, would it? <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, then the fifth match was this one we just watched. And then there was a 17, the main event was a 17 man battle royal. Um, Black, Black, Black Jack Lanza won it. It has all the people that was in the thing, plus Al, Al, Al Madrill, the Baron, Black Jack Mulligan. I love this name. Bob Brugers. That just, that sounds just sort of like a job guy. <laughs> you know, Bob Brugers. Um, then basically, oh, okay. Um, Jose Lothario, Grand Marcus, uh, Maurice Vachon. Yeah, that was all. Then everybody else was on the card, and that was it. Um, so basically, so they just so Terry did it again. What's that? Didn't book Dennis Stamp. <laughs> well, this one the Amarillo territory. Remember, I thought this was the Texas. I mean, the Dallas office that booked the town. Well, I mean, if you wanted but Dennis it, to show up, you had to book him because he ain't going to show up if he ain't booked. But hey, he was booked a lot in this time period of the Amarillo territory. If you look at the results, 
Oh, you're trying to be funny. I know. <laughs> uh, so basically, only the, so so Jumbo and and Bobo were the only two on the card. Wow. So they flew over just for that. That's crazy. Oh, and they held the belts. I've looked it up. They held those belts for 497 days. So that'd be a little run. I can't remember who they lost them to, but Jumbo and Bobo. So they had them over. Yeah, so they had them over a year. So yeah, that like 75. That's a lot of money to to bring over all that stuff just for one match to for to be on TV. Um, which you know back then they could you know to you know they could have recorded it and then sent the tape you know flew the tape over you know yeah which you and, know, and, and you just know, dubbed it up. over yeah so for them to actual bring all that that you know that's a lot of money bob invested in, in one match you know and and a, a, a guy in two years that just that's crazy he he had that much trust and faith in me and jumbo so wouldn't see that nowadays <laughs> you would later on but not Two years in, so really interesting if you think about it. They they, they lost the belts in October of '76 to Kentaro Oki and Kim Duck. Kim Duck. Yep. Tiger Chung Lee. Yep. That's what I was saying. That if it was '83, Piper wouldn't have been '83-'84. <laughs> the only Piper would be losing to Tiger Chung Lee. <laughs> but yeah, that's um, that's just really interesting. I more think about that. So. Um, so. Nothing else to add to this match. It's I've melted as much as I can get out of it. Um, if I uh, want to plug the Monty's YouTube page, um, I don't know the name. You know the name of it. Don't you? Let you plug it. You know exactly. WMF Medium Rare. That's WMF Medium Rare on YouTube, and he now has a Facebook page. Um, WMF was a. Oh, wrestling. he does. Yeah, yeah. He, j- he just dropped it today. Um, oh, okay, cool. But he. Uh, WMF was a wrestling promotion. I believe it was Wrestling Mayhem Federation. I believe that's mm-hmm. what he stood for. Uh, that ran in the Rutherford County area from 2000 to 2001. Um, and as I put out on my social media today, it was one of the three uh, independent wrestling promotions that I, I watched on television. Um, let's see, it was that, USA Championship Wrestling, and NWA main event. Uh, it is probably, it's definitely the first independent li- uh, live event I ever attended in which I saw Quentin Charisma <laughs> on, um, in the, uh, on a baseball field in front of a sports complex, I guess you would call that place. Yeah. They had like indoor soccer yeah, had, and batting cages and basketball goals. Well, and they had, cause they had just got the basketball court in too. So yeah, I guess you could say a little, uh, a, a sports complex. Yeah. Um, but they, uh, they're very, when you watch this, know that they're a very hardcore based promotion working on a low to no budget. Um, and the, the stuff that Monty did, I was always super entertained, uh, by WMF medium rare. Uh, it came on late at night on a local public access channel and we stayed up to watch it. Uh, my, me and my best friend, Chris, uh, we would call each other on the phone while we watched it and comment about what was going on. Um, so when we saw, first thing I did when I saw that this this launched was actually text Chris. I was like, this is amazing. So I know he's been watching it. Um, and yeah, it's been, it's been fun catching up. Uh, this past week, episode one of WMF Medium Rare aired and the opening match. <laughs> the opening match was one Mr. Quentin Charisma against Jared Crow. Quentin Charisma's manager was two-bit. Um, I don't even remember that. Well, he probably doesn't either. Uh, 
but yeah, so if you, if you want to see some of Quentin Charisma in, in action with somebody who's very new to the, at the time. He'd probably been working maybe two months and had two months less of training. Probably had two weeks of training and two months of matches, maybe. <laughs> yeah, he, did, he, he hung in there with you well. He listened well. But no, nah, man. So I tried if you, to keep as simple as I could. If you want to see some uh, Quentin's old work around 2000, 2001, it is going up on YouTube in pieces. Um, he's doing single matches. He's doing full episodes. Monty's putting a lot of time into remastering yes. all this stuff. Yeah, because it's and, coming straight off from the tape. Like I've said, I think I've said that before. It's straight off the tapes that he recorded on back in 2001. Uh, and it's, it's not just doing that. He's also putting, uh, <laughs> I've noticed... Uh, he put a a local commercial they shot for a for a Quiznos, um, and in the background of that commercial is not only Mar- uh, Monte Carlo, uh, also Greg, his personal security. Uh, let's see, there's the Dandy Boys, Pete Wade. Anyone who watched old uh, MTSU TV would know who those guys are, at least from the era that I was watching it. Uh, then you see Buzzed Up, Mike Woods, an LA player, as well as Blood. How did Duck. I even get? How did he not call me for this gig? I don't understand. I thought me and Monty was tight. Yeah, got you snubbed. You only got a free sandwich. Exactly. What the crap, man? I can eat this sandwich. And Quiznos was <laughs> awesome. I don't think I've ever had a Quiznos, but I would eat the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, it, it's real good, fun, man. I I've been enjoying going back and catching some of it, uh, and I see why it entertained me so much when I was younger because I still have the same sense of humor I got now. You know, there's. <laughs> There's silly stuff that happens, like tables not breaking and all that, but it's, it's good fun. And like I said, Monty took – well, you can speak on the building. None of the buildings were ever anything to write home about. No, the um, the first building that he came to, we were in Laverne, and oh, my gosh. Um, he was there before I got there because I, I was working – I had left. When I was working for Brian Cheatham, who owned the WMF, it was his promotion, they were running Murfreesboro – in a behind Gold's gym, the old Ghost gym in Murfreesboro. And I left. I was working for Burt Prentice. What? No, 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 no. Was I? Hold on. Let me think. Let me think. Yeah, because this was 2000. Yeah, this was 2000. Okay. Yeah, I was working for Burt Prentice. I just left Burt Prentice and I, I went back, started working for Tony Falk in Madison on Fridays. And then I got back in touch with Cheatham. He, he brought me back in. They had moved to the to from Mercer down to Laverne. This building was I don't know how to explain where it was at. It, there was it wasn't in a residential. It was like the front of the was kind of residential, but then it was like um, not w- big warehouses, but kind of like you know smaller like kind of warehouse things. And this was a mechanic shop, and uh, Monty went in there and cleaned up and cleaned up and cleaned up. Uh, he took. And I, I don't know if it was tarps or something. They put them around the walls to try to make it look presentable. I mean, he's, they're trying thousands of dollars they probably spent in that place cleaning it up and, and making it look halfway presentable, you know. And I think we were there when I got there then sometime in May or June, maybe. Then we were there until fall, probably. And we went to the Grand Slam building in Smyrna. But, yeah, that building, that uh, – that first one was an old mechanic shop, and it was. I didn't. I didn't see it beforehand, but Monty said it was bad, and he spent a lot of money on cleaning it up and trying to get it halfway presentable. So yeah, I guess yeah. The, the, the best building was the the sports kind, I assume. Yeah, Grand Slam. 
Yeah, because it was. Yeah, because we, we was on that uh, indoor soccer field. Yeah, you know, and I, wow. that that place is pretty well taken care of. And then there was an armory for a small bit, right? Or you not there? At yeah, the time? we. Uh, the Grand Slam actual that's where Brian Cheatham was running, and every year they would like start certain certain months of the year he couldn't run there because of soccer, so he had to go find another building. And so when we came back to Grand Slam from Laverne. Um, then we there for so many months and uh, it gives us time for soccer. So we had to go to, so that's when they went to the armory in Smyrna. They moved to the army Smyrna, which was a headache because it was on the military base. Over there. Yeah, yeah. It's actually on base. You have to get checked at the, yeah. At the gate. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It was, so it was, it was a real headache running there, but, um, ran there from, I'll say January ish, maybe. A little before January, maybe December, or maybe yeah, maybe December all the way till May, December two thousand to May of or first week of June of two thousand one. But Monty stopped taping there in the Armory somewhere around April, I do believe, into March first of April. Uh, the lighting was just too bad in the Armory um, for TVs. It was so dark. He he taped there for like he would tape there, but it was just so dark. And um, the lighting was really bad in that armory. So he, he finally just um, got it was done with it. So, but it didn't do me a friend a little, little bit longer in the armory before they shut down. But uh, yeah, go check that out. It's, it's, um, <laughs> it's, uh, I, I, I needed to watch it. I never watched it because I, I lived in Nashville at the time. So I never got to see any of the episodes. So I never say, really got to see any of them. So um, yeah, go check those out. Like I said, Monty is doing a lot of work to um, clean them up and get them out and put them online and all that. So, so go check that out. Um, yeah. And let me put this out into the universe. I don't know if it ever happened, but we would love to have Bonnie on to talk about it. So, Oh yeah. If he, yeah. If he ever wants to, he's I always can come on and talk. He's, I think when he's in his spare time, he's messing with that stuff now. So, you know, he, maybe one day he gets, after he gets to do, put it all on there. He'll want to talk about it and everything. Hopefully. Now, yeah. It's really, like I said, it's really interesting, and I, I know, like you, except was really, you know, part of a, you know, growing up watching that stuff there for time periods. But yeah, check that out. Um, oh, dude, do y'all have a Slim Chickens up there in Murfreesboro? We do. I've never had it, but we do. Oh man, they got one up here in Bowling Green now. Wings, they're like before wild wings are too small. Uh, their flavors are good. But they're chicken tenders, dude. Oh, my God. They're hosses. They're big old fat daddy chicken tenders. And they probably got the best honey barbecue sauce I've ever had. So Slim Chickens, it was really good. Go check them out if you like chicken tenders. Highly, highly suggested. <laughs> As you're talking to a guy that has to diet down, but okay, I guess you. Well, you get a cheat meal a month or something, don't you there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every couple of weeks, month, something like that. Yeah, go get you some Slim Chickens. <laughs> I've actually legitimately right. been, been meaning to try it, but I've just never. It is really good. I said they got a lot of sauces. Uh, you can get your, not only your wings, you know, your, in whatever flavor, but your tenders, you can either get them dipped in it or you can have it on the side and you dip it in it. Ah, so see, like that, 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 that was always your play. That was always your play. Uh, your Hooters order, if I remember right, was 20 naked wings, all drums. Uh, side of barbecue, spicy barbecue, maybe I can't remember. But no, 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 I just, don't like just, ra- just regular, regular barbecue. barbecue, but yeah, yeah, they only had one barbecue sauce back then at um, Hooters, it was just regular barbecue, yeah, 
Yep, regular barbecue on yeah. the side. So, I remember it. We spent many yeah, nights there. Because man, what they just they put too much sauce on there, so I was gonna put it on the side so I can put my own on there. So. Slim chickens. All right, we've done rambled a lot. Well, I've rambled too much. So, um, anything you want to add to this? I am good. Whatever, add to this, whatever we want to call this. <laughs> All right. Well, if you're done, um, oh, would you say uh, tell people to what about the YouTube page? Oh yeah, uh, please if you can like and subscribe to the YouTube page. Uh, it really helps us out with an algorithm or something like that. I don't know. I read the emails a little bit, uh, but it's always good. It makes us feel good about ourselves. How about that? Like, subscribe, yeah. co- comment if you want to. You know, if you're mean, we'll probably cry. But hey, uh, if it's bad, go on down. I don't care. Put a bad comment. Just say we suck or whatever. I don't care. Just let know people <laughs> watching, listening, or whatever. People are just acknowledging us. That's all that matters. Sorry. If you're yeah, done, I'm done. Sick we're of all in this for the attention. That's what we're in this for. Yeah. Yeah. We ain't making no money. <laughs> all right. If you're done, I'm done. Sick of fork in her. She's done. For Jeremiah Plunkett, with charisma. Hey, that's me. Thanks for listening. God bless. Bye-bye, everybody.